0: As Nigeria continues to modify its strategy in the battle against the coronavirus, the Nigeria Center for Disease Control, the NCDC, has set a target of testing 2 million people in the next three months. A goal, many say, is too ambitious. Meanwhile, a proposed new law for battling infections, and which gives the NCDC unprecedented powers, including those of arrest, is generating heated debate in areas far from the epicenters of the disease, where it has been difficult to enforce measures designed to curtail the spread of the disease. Hello and welcome to NOW, a podcast that examines the impact of all the aspects of COVID-19 on our lives. I am Juliet Obata. The president of Nigeria Infectious Disease Control Centre and the Chief Medical Director of Niger Delta University Teaching Hospital, Professor Dimi Ogoina, finds the proposed new law on infectious disease problematic.
1: It's important people raised issues about the powers that we will be given to the Nigerian Centre of Disease Control and some elements of the Infectious Disease Act that may appear to affect uh, human rights and some other aspects of ethical aspects of medicine.
0: Tarapa State Commissioner for Information, Adamu Danjuma tells us how the state is focusing 100% on the fight against COVID-19.
2: All attention now is under the, the control or the stopping of, uh, of this raging uh, coronavirus.
0: For the past two months, Lagos and Abuja have been in the limelight as they represent the epicenter of the COVID-19 pandemic in Nigeria. Kando, which has seen a rising number of those who tested positive, has joined them as a headliner in the news. Not much attention has been paid to outlier states, which have registered minimal numbers, despite the fact that there is a possibility these numbers could go up drastically. I spoke to the president of Nigeria Infectual Disease Control Center and the chief medical director of Niger Delta University in Bayelsa and asked him for an overview of how the South South states are dealing with the pandemic. We hear very little about what is going on in the South-South as regards this disease. Can you give us an insight on how the states are doing?
1: The South-South, like most other states, have all set up what they call emergency preparedness for COVID-19, and it varies from one state to the other. I know there was an attempt, I'm aware there's an attempt to coordinate the approach for all South-South states, and there was such a meeting where the South South State met in, I think he said I do state or so, or is it Delta? Specifically, the Commissioners for Health met in order to harmonize positions on what they ought to do to control uh, this outbreak. And areas of focus was the need to have public sensitization and also to work out to see how laboratories, number of laboratories that could uh, diagnose this COVID-19 will be established in more of the South South States. Currently, what is happening is that most of the south-south states are going about their own um, protocol or procedures to so, uh, see that they respond to this COVID-19 uh, uh, pandemic. So it varies from one state to the other.
0: And in this case has been recorded in Baelsa and currently being quarantined at Niger Delta University teaching hospital. How equipped and prepared is the institution to take up cases?
1: Like most other states, the community I mean state government in Baelsa states has been proactive. They've established what they call the COVID-19 tax force. Unfortunately, a few weeks after the establishment of that task force, the governor himself took up the personal responsibility to be the chair of that uh, tax force. And I'm aware, because I'm a member of that tax force, that uh, we've had regular meetings to outline our uh, protocol, what we ought to do and we, what we are doing to see that we respond to this uh, COVID-19 uh, pandemic, and uh, we have 28-bed uh, extension in our hospital. Uh, we also have another extension in the Federal Medical Center. Uh, currently now we have a case in our hospital, and the woman is receiving optimal care, and uh, she's doing very well. Our staff have been trained, and uh, there's also ongoing refresher courses that uh, we put them through. And uh, so they have the skills. And say say that, the state currently is the governor declared a lockdown in order to facilitate the detection of contacts, uh, contacts of the index uh, uh, patients, and that is currently ongoing.
0: Do you have a functional test centre in Bielsa as we speak? No, currently we do not have a functional test centre. The federal
1: government is making an arrangement for a test centre to be established in Bias specifically in the Federal Medical Centre and we hope that will be achieved by the first week or so of uh, next month.
0: So are your tests uh, done?
1: Currently now what we do is that uh, we take samples to a dose state. So samples from Bias is taken to a dose state for, for screening. So currently every in fact in the all of the South South, every um, sample is sent to a dose state for now.
0: As the chief medical director of Niger Delta University, how has the institution collaborated with state governments in the Niger Delta area to contain the virus?
1: Being a state government institution, we collaborate with the federal medical center. That's the federal institutions within the state. What we do is to see how we build on advocacy on various aspects of um, this response. My Society, for instance, has released uh, two press statements on various aspects of uh, response. The initial one was uh, months back, that talked about the need to improve our level of testing in the country as a whole. And also talked about the need for us to better coordinate our preventive efforts. As a hospital, we provide our own uh, level of expertise advice to the state governments, and also where we are called upon to contribute our own knowledge uh, to a response of the state. Uh, We have been doing that.
0: As the president of Nigerian Infectious Disease Society, what more can the country do differently to prevent further spread of the virus?
1: Nigerian government must not spare any effort to see that more Nigerians are tested. Uh, The Nigerian Center of Disease Control has indicated that they are serious about uh, the testing and they are indeed, compared to where we started from, They've made some significant progress in the number of persons tested and the capacity to test. Uh, I know that the NCDC has said that they want to test close to two million Nigerians within the next one to two months. And that is very important because if you are able to test people early, you can detect people that are infected and then you can target them for isolation or quarantine.
0: So how do you react to the proposed Infectious Disease Act?
1: Uh, My own opinion is that whatever you are doing, especially something that will have a long-lasting effect and implications, not only on this COVID-19, but for subsequent pandemics, outbreaks and epidemics in the country, it is important that it is well thought out. It is well deliberated. All perspectives are put on the table. Opinions are put on the table. And people, members of the National Assembly must have a listening ear. They must not be in a hurry to pass that act because whatever they need, whatever is needed to contain this outbreak should be covered by the Emergency Act that has been instituted by the President. There is no need to establish an act now, hurriedly, when there are still gaps in that act. And so it's important people have raised issues about the powers that we will be given to the Nigerian Center of Disease Control and some elements of the Infectious Disease Act that may appear to affect uh, human rights and some other aspects of ethical aspects of medicine. It is important these issues are brought on the table and discussed and there is a reasonable agreement on the way forward.
0: Tarapa State in north-central Nigeria managed to remain COVID-free until just last week. Their first case was identified. Fast forward a week later, the number of those infected has risen to eight. Abdul Karim Ahmed spoke with the Tarapa State Commissioner for Information, Adamu Danjuma, on the efforts being made by the state to contain the disease.
2: A lot of control has been brought in place to ensure that this uh, does not uh, spread Tarabasdale is on top of the situation. And Matthew, the affected people were not actually as a result of uh, contact within the state. They were got from about 130 uh, travelers from the high-risk areas.
3: What is the condition of the confirmed patients?
2: The air confined cases are mild ones, not severe cases. Only one is a severe one. Is because of that they are being gi- given attention at the clinic of the NYC uh, orientation camp, where it is now isolated as isolation center. But the one case, the severe case, is now in the state-owned specialist hospital in Jalingo. In fact, the patient has shown great improvement.
3: Do you have a testing center?
2: No, most of the states don't have the testing center. They, are, they only have the equipment, that is the swab stick that you use when you get suspected people, you take their samples. And we, in the whole of the North, uh, we have only about three testing centers. That is, that is involving just and Meduguri. I'm sure they have sent one now, they established one and in Kano. Caraba State takes their specimens to Abuja.
3: What is the government's strategy for dealing with the disease in Taraba?
2: Apart from the measures taken, that is banning, I mean, bringing about complete lockdown in the state. It used to be there, but because of this high risk and because of the new cases now, the government has intensified the, the lockdown with about two window periods, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. That is unsightly. Wednesday and Saturdays, and uh, there is a level of uh, compliance to this uh, directive by the state government.
3: Are the health workers well equipped to handle the current and future cases?
2: Yes, yes they are well. You know, it used to be a, a, a preventive measure that the state started until last week, or until early this week. So there was high level of preparation. Now. Uh, Some of them were trained. That is the health workers were trained. Now the training has intensified. Uh, The federal government uh, uh, medical center in Jalingo has even provided nurses and uh, some doctors that will handle some of the cases. Several equipment have been provided now, like the the specialist hospital I'm talking about in, in Jalingo, the Northeast Commission, even sent out ventilators two. And the state government provide. I mean, bought, pro, I mean procure two, additional two. So uh, for the high risk or the severe cases, the state is ready with the isolation center, the two isolation centers.
3: How receptive are Tarabans to the lockdown?
2: Uh, naturally, it's human, natural with human, but they are very appreciative, given the uh the high level of sensitization they know that the state is uh is up in arms to fight and fight the virus so that it will protect their lives and property so they are very appreciative that's why i told you there is high level of compliance
3: how have you been handling the issue of interstate travelers trying to pass through oh, taraba oh
2: yes that one also has been strictly observed strictly handled. the security personnel are also working hard on this aspect, especially our international boundary with, uh, with Cameroon. We have about four local governments in Calabas that share the boundary with uh, the Cameroon, and that has been well checked. They are checking it seriously. At the same time, with also the inter- interstate boundary. Apart from the work of the security agencies, there is also mobile courts being put in this Strategic places so that any person who breaches these uh, rules will be handled properly, will be sanctioned, or will be prosecuted accordingly. And so far, so good.
3: Is there any civil unrest going on in Taraba State currently that is likely to impact your strategy for containing COVID 19? There
2: is no civil disturbance, nothing whatsoever. Now, there used to be, and these have been put under control. It happened just in, in Karin Lamino and Lau recently. But this have been put, have been checked, has been put under control. So nothing will... all attention now is on the, the control or the stopping of this raging coronavirus.
0: In the southeast of Nigeria it's a case of a missed bag. While some states are trying to enforce social distancing and other measures designed to stop the spread of the disease, at least one state has buckled to pressure and lifted the ban on religious gatherings. Ekene Odigli reports.
4: Since COVID-19 outbreak, Nigeria's five southeastern states have witnessed a partial lockdown, as authorities strive to limit a spread in this region of approximately 17 million people. Following the pandemic, each state issued statements that all contained the same basics. Interstate border closures, maintaining social distance, especially when using public transport, the shutdown of schools, churches, public gatherings, and non-essential markets, hand washing and provision of sanitizers in public places. With the confirmation of new cases in Ebony and Enugu states, authorities have urged people to obey all instructions from the Nigerian Center for Disease Control and CDC. Honorable ifanyago is executive chairman the local government council of Enugu states. Everybody should inculcate in the habit of hand washing regularly. Avoid close contact with people as in maintain social distancing, upping a level of personal hygiene. Anambra state has made headlines for recently easing the lockdown to allow church services to hold. The governor, Mr. William Obiano, disclosed that worshippers must wear face masks and enforce social distancing measures. Also, Onyebuchi, a business consultant, reacts. First of all, uh, I would want us to understand that we are in a federation. By this, it implies that state government has the right to make some laws for the well-being of their citizens. I think it is under that power that no is doing what he is doing. Dr. Chris Onyeneme is worried that people will not obey the law. problem is that the people don't obey law. Asking them to wear masks and come out of their houses and move around is like telling them, okay, COVID-19 um, period is over. So I don't think if people are actually going to obey the governor's order. That is my concern. The southeastern state governors are also imposing curfews, some from 6pm to 6am and others from 7pm to 6am and a few from 8pm to 6am. There is no clear-cut curfew in Enugu State. What we only know is that tricycle riders, also known as Kekenapeb, were asked not to be operating immediately after 7 p.m. Ebony State has also announced plans to set up additional testing and isolation centres. Dr. Umezulike is the Commissioner of Health. And
1: at present, the state is also making arrangements to complete another facility that is a 300-bedded one building uh, structure, insulation what
4: Reporting from Enugu State. I am Ekene Gwe.
0: The world of entertainment has not been spared by the coronavirus, as the industry has been particularly hit by the economic impact of the disease. But celebrities, especially with deep pockets, are digging deep and helping in the fight against the disease. Samuel Ojo reports.
5: Across the globe, entertainers are playing key roles in battling against the pandemic. Oprah Winfrey donated the sum of $10 million to help food banks in the United States reach more people. Rihanna donated the sum of $5 million alongside Jay-Z, whose foundation donated $1 million to health workers, their kids, the elderly, and the homeless in New York. Every hour on a daily basis, Cardi B gives out $1,000 homes experiencing financial difficulties. Her target is a million dollars. In Nigeria, entertainers have taken the initiative to provide welfare support in cash and in kind. Renowned Nigerian singer and songwriter Tubaba donated 10 million naira to the federal government's fight against the COVID-19 virus. He's also mobilizing support for Nigerians to come together to fight this global pandemic by heeding the stay-at-home request from the government so that the spread of the virus can be reduced to its barest minimum. Actor Williams uchemba's foundation has initiated a give a 1 million naira challenge to the stakeholders in the industry. Top musicians, John Jazzy and Fals, have responded by donating a million naira each to the foundation. Here is Fals. Welcome
4: Williams uchemba on the 1 million naira challenge. Um, he has officially challenged me And, um, you know, we will be reaching out to people that are affected by this lockdown, people that can't fend for themselves, people that can't get food because probably they work on a daily basis and there's no way for them to get food.
5: Tonto Tontodike's foundation started the raw food bank drive targeted at 5,000 Nigerians and Bags of Hope initiative for 2,000 kids. Other Nigerian artists have taken to providing welfare packages in form of food items to the less privileged. Some others are keeping hope alive by providing live stream performances to keep fans sane and entertained. Singer, songwriter, and producer Kobams is using social media to host concerts in honor of the healthcare workers. The theme of the concert is called Songs and Stories and aimed at creating awareness against the virus.
1: My brother, my sister, mama, papa, and Pekin. Corona, no big parcels, we go fight down, we go in. As long as we remember to always do the right thing. Wash your hands, love
5: each other, we go we know The question is, can more be done by a Nigerian entertainers
0: And that's it on this edition of Now. I am Juliet Obata.